BBC Sounds, music, radio, podcasts. Do you want to spend your days in some bullshit job whose ultimate purpose is to maximize long-term shareholder value? Are you a shareholder? you want to spend the rest of your time glued to a screen, feeding the dopamine addiction you don't even know you've got, looking at pictures of things you'll never have, places you'll never go, and people you'll never meet? Or do you want to exist in the real world? Do you want to be part of something? Do you want to use your body, the only body you'll ever have, gifted to you by millennia of evolution? Do you want to use it for something other than swiping and clicking and tapping and eating donuts and masturbating? If so, we may have something for you. <clears throat> uh, how was that? CCTV. An alleyway behind the South London housing estate. Two men in their 20s. Man 1 approaches Man 2 from behind, calls something out. Oi! Man 2 ignores him. Keeps walking. Man 1 grabs him by the arm, yanks him round. Man 2 just stands there. Man 1 pulls back and poof, lamps him in the jaw. Man 2 staggers back then stands straight up again. Man 1 punches him. Poof, again and again. Man 2 falls to the ground. Man 1 doesn't let up. Punches again and again and again. Then he stops suddenly, turns around, looks directly into a camera, and runs like hell. The system, level one, get naked. Present day, Maya. I should be sleeping, or reading about Foucault. Instead I'm eating skips and watching rich teenagers from New York being bitchy to each other. Some people drink, some people have meaningless sex. I watch old episodes of Gossip Girl in the middle of the night. People keep telling me the world is my oyster. I hate oysters. I know number. 3am. Hello? Don't hang up! Jake? Please don't hang up! What's going on? Look, I'm in trouble! Where are you? Look, this is, I've really messed up. They're going to come for me. Who? I can't explain, they're gonna make it look like I'm in Jake, is this some kind of are you in an escape room or something? Bo Leach! There's a man named Bo Leach. You need to find him. He's the only one that can stop all this. Stop what? They're gonna do something. What? I don't know, but it's gonna happen the the day after tomorrow. They're calling it Judgment Day. Judgment Day? Find Bo Leach. Bo like beautiful and leech like Jake, I can't. If, if you're not well, you need to get proper help. Look, I need you to go to my flat. And if there's a box under my bed, get it out of there. Where are you? I can't tell you that. Please, my own bed, you please. I try to bury the phone call, pretend it was a bad dream. Another chapter in the saga of my brother. But that weird name worms around my head all night like Bo Leach. Google doesn't give me much. Just a dairy farmer in West Virginia. Seems unlikely. So, 
three hours later, I'm standing outside his block. The council flat he shared with his nan, till she died a few years ago. I get flashes of the last time I came here. His nan's old furniture, the empty Domino's boxes, a Sports Direct mug half full of squash that someone put their spliff out in, the sound of the PS4, the smell of links and sweat, God knows what. I, I fully expected to hit me when I opened the door, but... Shut up. It's immaculate. The walls painted white, the carpets replaced. Whoa. It's almost too tidy. If someone brought you back here, you'd definitely want to text a friend your location. Especially when you saw what the hell? The pair of antlers above the fireplace. Mm. Go away. I look under his bed and here it is. A box. Heavy. And padlock shut. A car pulling up. But too fast. An SUV with blacked out windows. My stomach drops. Adrenaline tells me to get out of here. The key is jammed. Shit! I just managed to get it out, pull my hood up and walk away, as three dudes in hoodies round the corner and nearly knock me over. Are these police? And they could be undercover. Pa, they're supposed to bang on the door, not just kick it in. One guy glances back at me. Pale skin, dead eyes. Does he? Seeing me, seeing him, I put my head down, and I'm gone. Maya, where the hell are you? I just went for a run. It's 6am. Hey, what's going on, Dad? It's Jake. He's in trouble. What kind of trouble? I don't know. The police are looking for him. Has he called you? Maya, are you there? Yes. No, I haven't heard from him. Am I an idiot? Or a good sister? Back home, I get the box out, take a hammer and... Something heavy wrapped in a cloth. A gun. Some kind of antique pistol. An old photo of Jake and his dad on holiday. Two bits of paper. A list of animals. Next to each one, a phone number. Code names? And on the other, a list of... Uh, I don't know what. One, get naked. Two, sweat blood. Three, field work. Four, red pill. Five, kill the past. Six, judgment day question mark. And at the top, two words underlined. The system. Jake, what have you done now? Two years earlier. Jake. I'm walking home from work. I don't know it yet, but this is going to be the second worst day of my life. Some lads I've never seen before are sitting on the stairs. They say nothing, but one of them stands up comes right up to my face. He stares right into my eyes, his nose a centimetre from mine. I can smell the skunk on his breath. Then... He spits right into my face. 
As I lurch backward, one of the others grabs the plastic bag from my hand. And they run off with my dinner. Shut, locked, bolted, chain on. I wash my face and try and put my evening back together. Cider opened, PS4 fired up, replacement dominoes ordered. Waiting for the game to load, I can't help myself. Instagram. See what the kids from school are up to. House parties, holidays, festivals. I know I shouldn't, but I do. Like picking a scab. And then something... unfamiliar. One new follower. Alex Novak. I'm swiped away into another world. Expensive restaurants, beach holidays, leg days, quads, glutes, biceps, triceps, a new car, a new flat, Shanghai, New York, Sao Paulo. Is this really the fat little Scottish kid I was friends with in year seven? Maya. How you doing? Oh, you know, not, not great. Yeah. Look, I wondered if you wanted to come over later. Um, you know, play some PS, drink some cider, watch an action movie. I, I, I can't tonight. Why not? Well, mum and dad want me to be here. Well, why then? What are they doing? They're not having a party, are they? Well, it's 20 years of marriage. They want to mark it somehow. We're having dinner. Look, I'm sorry. Maybe I could slip away later. I'll, um, I'll give you a call. Okay. Bye. Bye. Insta alert. One new message. Alex Novak. Drink? <laughs> I can't get over it. What? I, I wouldn't have recognised you. Like the greasy barb and the acne? Thank God for that. So what are you up to? Uh, I work in online retail. Oh yeah? Who for? Just a, like a you know, grocery chain. You're not at liberty to divulge. <laughs> what? The name of the shop. Is it confidential? I'm looking for something else. What about you? Fintech. Oh, right. Which is annoying jargon for financial technology. <laughs> Fintech, of course. <laughs> Should we get another one? I mean, it's, it's great if things are fairer, don't get me wrong. But sometimes I think it's got to the point where if you're not part of the elite, you know, or one of their special groups, like if you're not like, what's it, BAME, LGBT, whatever, like, you might as well forget it, do you know what I mean? I do. I absolutely do, but... At the same time, it's important that we don't start thinking like victims, you know, because we're not. Yeah, no, of course, sorry. Do you know what? I should shut up. I'm chatting shit. <laughs> and I should get around. It's my turn. Oh, look, I'd love to, man, but actually, I've got to go. Mm, I promised my girlfriend I wouldn't be too late. You've got a girlfriend? Yes, yeah. She keeps me on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I bet I got two, actually. I've got someone coming over. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Late night hookup? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good to see you, mate. Let's do this again. I still can't go over it. What's that? You, man. Two years ago, I was like 16 stone. 
No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty much living off KFC and benefits. Couldn't get a job. No girl would look at me. Bog standard, fat loose. Oh, I was bad, man. I was getting into incel stuff. And then a mate of mine recommended this thing. What thing? It's kind of... It's a personal development program. It sounds wanky, but it basically saved my life. Wow. Not that you need it, but if you're interested, I could recommend you. you like... Hey, what's it called? I'll Google it. You won't find anything. It's all done by recommendation, strictly offline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a cult or something, but that's basically just a training program. Like I say, best thing I ever did. So how does it work? I can't tell you. You just have to do it. Listen, mate, I was sceptical to begin with, but in the end, I just thought, what have I got to lose? Literally, nothing. Right. Go, you coming? I'll, I'll just finish this one up. Kate. You were gonna call. Sorry. So can you come over? I can't really. Well, why not? This, uh, this dinner thing. Who's there, Maya? Who's there? It's just a, a few friends. <sighs> I'm outside their massive house. Big shiny 4x4s parked out front. I slip round the side, look through the windows. People everywhere. This is not a few friends. It's crammed with pissed 50-year-olds. And they're in the middle of it all, all dressed up and a bit pissed too. Mum and her husband, Jerome, climbing onto a chair. Uh, oh, wow. Thank you so much for coming, yeah? 20 years! <laughs> I can hardly believe it. I just want to thank Louise. She didn't want all this, but I insisted because you are an amazing woman. You have given me a beautiful life and a beautiful daughter, Maya, who, as I may have mentioned, is about to go and study at a little place called the University of Oxford. Have I mentioned that? Maybe once or twice. Um, but of course, there's someone we need to thank above all, yeah? And that is God. God brought us together. Louise had barely set foot in a church before, but something took her there that day. She was going through a hard time, as some of you know, but the moment she stepped in, everything changed. And our 20 year love story began. <laughs> Come here, baby. My heart is thumping in my chest. My head is throbbing with the pints I had in the pub, plus the bottle of cider I preloaded. I'm not in full control of my body as I barge my way forward. Jake? He's lost for words. For once. My face is red, I can feel the sweat under my armpits. My eyes are hot, there's a lump in my throat, but I'm not gonna let that happen. A bottle of champagne on the table, I grab it, Jake. lift it over my head. What are you doing? Maya's suddenly there. Jake, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> come on, fucking lie to me! Jake, come on, take it easy, take a breath. Excuse me! <laughs> and I'm out of here, running through the rain, the dark streets, away from the lights of the houses, the families inside, down an unlit alleyway, over a locked gate, and into a fragment of ancient woodland. Still, like I say, it's only the second worst day of my life. The first was 20 years ago. 
Whilst my mum was celebrating our marriage at a golf club a few miles away, my dad came into these woods with an antique pistol. He was laid off from the printers where he worked and he'd been drinking for about three weeks straight. He wasn't about to call the Samaritans or seek help. He wasn't going to talk his way out of it. He was going to take action. What have I got to lose? This is Alex. Leave a message. Hey, man. It's uh, Jake. That thing you mentioned, the program? Yeah, so I'm interested in hearing more. It's 6am. Barely light yet. As I walk to my assessment, his words are ringing in my ears. I can't tell you much, but I can tell you that it's pretty intense, but go with it. There'll be times where you're thinking, what the hell have I got myself into, but you have to push through. The discomfort's all part of it, you just have to think about where it's taking you. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, don't bullshit. And I just, don't leave. You want to leave, you want to run away, every bit of you will want to run away, but don't. Just stay. This is not why I expected. A unit on a light industrial estate between a Pentecostal church and a tire fitters. The door opens. It's dark. There's a chair and a camera. Please sit down. There's a light shining directly into my eyes. I can barely see. Alex, is that you? Hello, mate. I'll be carrying out your assessment. Please sit down. What's your name? Uh, Jay. <laughs> Any chance of a cup of tea? Age? And maybe a bacon sandwich? No? Okay. Age? 25. Education? Uh, GCSEs? I didn't... I need to finish my... Employment? Uh, I work in an online retailer. You can say <clears> what it's called. There's no reason for you not to say what it's called. Ocado. What's your job? I work in the fulfillment centre. Doing what? Operations. What kind of operations? Uh, I pack the bags, okay? Robots pick the stuff and we put it in the bags and make sure everyone's got the right olives and hummus. Do you have a partner? I'm between relationships right now. Do you have a partner? No. <laughs> I thought this was like a fitness thing. It will be. We need to start by fully assessing your health. That includes your mental and emotional health. The questions go on. More and more exhaustive. How many close friends do you Every have? Every little bit of my life. Can you drive? There are psychometric tests. Do you have any recurring dreams? Hearing tests, sight tests, reaction times with no break. And then... Okay. Please remove your clothes. <laughs> what? We need to conduct a physical assessment. Please remove your clothes and get onto the scales. Really? Please remove your clothes and get onto the scales. This is the final stage of the assessment. <sighs> And your underwear. This better not end up on Pornhub. Another light comes on and suddenly a huge mirror becomes visible. Okay, now stand in front of the mirror. 
What do you see? What do you mean? What do you see? Me. Describe it. Describe what? What you see. You can't change if you're not prepared to see yourself. Really see yourself. Okay. I'll tell you what I see. Your hair is lank and greasy. Your skin is pale. You have acne on your face and bags under your eyes. You're hunched. You've skinny arms and legs with no muscle. You've a ring of fat around your middle. You've got a belly like an old man, hips like a woman, and little boobs. You've got little man boobs. You're 25 years old. You should be in peak physical condition. Yeah, all right, all right. Would you dispute any of that? No. Is that how you want to look? No, I've just got a bit out of shape. When was the last time you um, did any exercise? I don't know. Think. I don't know, school, I suppose. Can I put my clothes back on? What now? do you want? I, what? What do you want from your life? Right now, I want my pants and a cup of tea. What do you want from I, your life? I don't know. You don't know. Well, you don't know what you want from your well, life. Well, I want, I don't know. A better job, a uh, girlfriend. Do you think the world is fair? No. So, what are you going to do about that? I don't know. How are you making the world a better place? <sighs> Do you think you're fulfilling your potential? I don't know. No. Try and pick up that weight. Can I have my clothes back now? Try please? and pick that weight up. Alright, then can I have my clothes back? Try and lift that weight. <clears throat> I can't. I can't do it. Would you like to be able to? Yes, now can I please have my clothes back? When was the last time that you had sex? You what? You're not a virgin, are you? No, I'm not a virgin. How many people have you slept with? I don't know. If you're not honest, we can't help you. Two. Would you like to sleep with more? Of course I would. What did you earn last year? You what? We already know, yeah, so I, just say it. I don't know. Yes, you do. Twelve grand. What do you care about? <laughs> what do you care about? I don't know. What would you die for? Is there anything you'd die for? Is there anything or anyone you care so much about that you'd actually lay down your life for them? Yes. Is there? Who? My sister. My little sister. A light comes on. It's a two-way mirror. What the hell? Five blokes sitting in chairs. Uh, have they been here the whole time? Well done for staying, mate. It takes a lot to stay. This, this is insane. Who are you? Who the hell are you people? Yeah, they've all done it too. You're not alone. He walks over with clothes and food. Take some time to read the contract in front of you, and when you're ready, you can make the declaration. My head is swimming. I've been here for hours. I look it over. It seems okay. What have you got to lose? <clears throat> I, Jake William Dean, of my own volition, commit to the program here described according to the terms. A man appears on the screen. Congratulations, you have completed the first level of the system. You, my friend, got naked, and you got a glimpse of who you really are. Now the question is, who do you want to be? What do you want from your life exactly?
present day. Maya. I'm sitting on my parents' sofa. A detective in plain clothes is asking me questions. It's disconcerting how much D.I. Cohen looks at my old geography teacher. So, uh, you haven't seen or heard from your brother for some time? No. Why's that? We drifted apart. There was a bit of a, um, falling out in the family. You were close to your brother? He's my brother. But you were closer to him than anyone else, would you say? He wasn't someone who had close friends? No, not really. Well, not that I know of. He was a loner? Yes. <laughs> Did he have any interests? Not apart from GTA. Grand Theft Auto, it's a game. I know what it is. And, yeah, he does have a history of violence, doesn't he? What? Well, the incident at your parents' wedding anniversary two years ago. He didn't hurt anyone. <laughs> Smashed a bottle. And then he pushed you to the floor. There were several eyewitnesses. You broke a rib, didn't you? No, it was an accident. He was emotional. It was a difficult day for him. Hmm. And when you were at school... He was expelled for attacking a boy. Yeah, but, but that was... Uh, he was trying to protect me. This kid was being racist. So it's in the nature of your relationship to look out for each other, to protect each other? Yeah, I suppose so. We're brother and sister. Half brother and sister? He's my brother. And are you trying to protect him now? No. Because if there's anything you're not telling us, it's better to get it out now, you know. Otherwise you could risk being charged with obstruction, do you understand that? Yes. Of course you do. And you're a very clever young woman by all accounts. Oxford. Yes, yeah, very impressive. Your parents must be very proud. Not right now. I've been rusticated. <clears throat> what does that mean? It's a special Oxford euphemism which means you've been kicked out for not getting good enough grades. Well, I'm sure you'll work it out. What did he do? I'll find out. Why can't you just tell me? It was an assault. You mean he, he got into a fight? Not a fight. It was an attack. Pretty vicious attack. What? On who? Well, we don't know yet. He's unconscious in hospital and there's nothing to identify him. Jake wouldn't attack someone for no reason. You know, your brother made a pretty disturbing video detailing his plans. We think he meant to kill. And we think he means to kill again. Sneakers? Trainers. Whatever you want to call them, they are amongst the most iconic cultural objects of our time. But their evolution is a story rarely told until now. From BBC Radio 4, this is Sneakonomics.
Across this podcast, we're going to be telling the crazy origin stories of the most well-known sports companies and their relentless quest to be the world's number one brand. Sneakernomics tells the story of fierce competition and rivalry, one that tore families and friendships apart and even divided towns. We'll follow in the footsteps of mavericks, hustlers and dreamers and hear their tales of boom and bust, fame and infamy, hope and heartbreak. Above all, this is the story of the people behind the shoes. From BBC Radio 4, this is Sneakonomics. Subscribe at BBC Sound.